Welcome back to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Jesse Friedman from Voices for the Voiceless, filling in for Tom Brown. And today we are talking about the student pro-life movement. Uh, So in our previous segment, Josiah talked about the uh, story of William Lloyd Garrison and the idea um, that what's sung in the streets is really more important than what is said in the Oval Office. So really what we're doing is we're introducing this idea of students doing what God made them to do and doing it to end abortion. Because that's really what that story is about, about using your talents to affect the culture around you. So I have with me four uh, fellow workers at Voices for the Voiceless, all who are using their talents uh, in the pro-life movement. So I'm going to start with Sam. So Sam, tell us about what you do and how you got started. Okay, I am. Uh, my name is Sam. As you said, I'm a uh, computer science major at ASU. I'm a freshman, 18 years old, and uh, really, to be honest, when I got started, it was just um, meetings. Uh, met at my house for several years, and I uh, usually just went upstairs, stayed up there, hung out. Um, wasn't really very involved, and then one day I was asked to to join Voices for the Voiceless, and I did. I was kind of hesitant, but at the same time, I just decided. You know, this seems like something God would want me to do, so I'll, I'll go for it. And I, I didn't really find my uh, my place in the pro-life movement necessarily right then. I kind of was a part of Voices for the Voiceless. I helped out where I could. Um, but then one day, the CEO, Josiah, um, as who you've heard uh, earlier on the show, he, uh, he asked me to, to build a, a website for them just because I had general computer knowledge and skills and everything. So uh, I kind of endeavored to do that. I, I had no idea what I was doing, to be honest, at first, but... But as I uh, as I kept doing it, I just worked at it. I used Google. I figured things out, read books. Um, it became something that I really enjoyed. That's actually why I'm a computer science major right now. Um, and to this day, I just I just really enjoy. I have a passion for building websites, but also just for making the the pro life movement look beautiful on the web and making it attractive. Hmm. That's that's really cool. So, really, uh, how are you using that talent in the pro life movement? So you talked about you're a coder. So for all the coders who might be listening to this show, what would you tell them? Well, I mean, aside from web- websites, websites, I mean, every organization needs a website, in my opinion. Every every growing organization, every gr- organization that's already grown um, needs a website. And and the appeal of a website is, is very important to an organization's name, but also just every coding project um, from apps to just applications you have on your computer or whatever. So many things require coding at this point, um, and so many things can be used for the pro-life movement in so many ways. And so I would just say to the to the person that's a coder out there who wants to be involved, um, really the best thing you can do is just look for that place where there's a need for, for something in the pro-life movement. And I can almost guarantee that some way or another, code will be involved in some, in some place. Um, and so just to be willing and to be courageous and to be strong and to be willing to just go out there to even if you don't know what you're doing or you don't think you know what you're doing, there's plenty of resources out there. So just um, just being a voice in a way by using your fingers on a computer, really. So do what God made you to do and do it to end abortion. That's really what we're talking about. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Coin and Neon Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Jesse Friedman filling in uh, for Tom Brown today. We are talking about the student pro-life movement. So I'm going to move on to Sadie here. So Sadie, tell us about what you do in the pro-life movement and how you got there. Okay. Well, as you said, my name is Sadie. 
<clears throat> I'm 18 years old, and my interest with abortion and using my talents to um, impact the culture and our generation started my um, years ago. My mom, she was pregnant, and we found out several months into it that um, the the child had complications. He had Down syndrome, and the doctors told my mother that it would be a lot safer and um, easier if she were to abort the baby. So they said that um, the complications that he had could be life-threatening for my mother. Um, and she and my father chose not to abort the child. And so he was um, only alive for two weeks, but it it was very effective in my life and in around the mm-hmm. to the people around us. And so um, I was pretty impacted by that. And so um, growing up, I didn't know how I could use that interest or that personal, um, personal rep- like implications from that action um, until my friend, she was involved with Voices for the Voiceless, and she was a photographer. And she said that um, this was something she thought I would be interested in and I could um, be useful for. And so at the time, I didn't have the, um, the time in my schedule to do that. But a few months later, I met up with um, the CEO, and he let me know what it would look like and how I could be involved. And so um, I'm a photojournalist in a certain faucet of Voices for the Voices called Exposures. And so I'm using my photography skills in that aspect. Yeah, that's really cool. So Ryan is a, uh, another coworker that I have here of mine who is uh, using his talents uh, for the furtherment of the pro-life movement and this message we're trying to get across to our culture. So, Ryan, how are you using your talents in the movement? And, and tell us just about what you do um, and how you got there at, from the very beginning. Okay. Well, hey, guys. My name's Ryan Marble, and I am the director of the Exposures Project that Sadie mentioned. Um, so, Exposures, I just want to tell you a little bit about the project really quick. Um, Exposures is a photojournalism project where we um, we go out onto the streets and um, we interview people um, about their how abortion has affected them. And um, then we take those stories and the photos that we take of them um, and we put them online um, for everyone to see, um, to just really see how, how abortion... Um, has affected individuals. Um, we talk about it as a political and kind of a religious issue, um, but it's also a human issue, and we really want to bring that, just the humanity of it, um, to the surface. Now, how abortion has affected me personally, um, so I have a cousin. Um, he was diagnosed in the womb with uh, Down syndrome, and the doctors told my aunt that uh, she should abort him. And um, they, after talking about it, uh, they decided not to. Um, And that was really the first time, just uh, hearing that story from them, that was the first time that abortion had really touched my life. Um, I wasn't really, I wasn't really like, it it hadn't really affected me until then. Um, But um, they chose to keep him in the end. And um, I have just the most beautiful um, little five-year-old baby cousin. He's he's just super <laughs> adorable. He's, he's awesome. Um, his name's Luke. Um, but, yeah, that's really how abortion has affected me. Um, uh, and I 
uh, I am a, a photographer, um, and it's how, just how how I use uh, my photography is through the Exposures Project. Um, we we go out and um, we 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 ask people their stories, but we also we take their pictures um, too, and that we feel like that really. Um, brings people like that brings an extra like level I guess of humanity to it um, if that makes absolutely sense. Yeah. yeah so anyway that's kind of what I do yeah and if if you are uh, curious the exposures project it looks a lot like uh, humans of New York if you guys have uh, have heard of that it's a, a picture a portrait of someone uh, and a story and in our case we ask them uh, how abortion has affected them we're gonna have a whole segment dedicated to that coming up next um, but I want to move on to uh, Andrea, who is our our, our last uh, uh, actor, or actor uh, in the pro-life movement. So, Andrea, how are you using your talents in the pro-life movement, and how did you get started doing that? Well, hi, everybody. I'm really excited to be here. Um, my name is Andrea Veron, and I am a business student at the W.P. Carey School of Business at Arizona State University. And um, it's kind of a long story. Uh, I started when I was 14, and the concept of abortion really scared me. Nobody wants to think about that. Um, but then over the years, God really pressed it on my heart, and um, I wanted to do something big for him. I wanted to to uh, love people in a big way. And uh, the opportunity came up for me to... Uh, become the events director at the age of 16 at Voices for the Voiceless. And I just sort of, I'm a go-getter, so I attacked that role, and I had no idea what I was doing. Um, But over time, I came to realize um, that I was very good at organizing things. I was good at administrating things. I was good at, um, you know, I wasn't a very visionary person, but I made things happen. So people would have ideas and... um, Mm. I really enjoyed um, creating a platform through my events um, where students could come, people could come, people who had been affected uh, by abortion, um, any type of audience could come, and I could create a platform where students could be inspired or equipped or people could hear the truth about abortion. And um, I have just loved serving in that capacity. So I am I'm sort of two things right now. I am the events director at Voices for the Voiceless, and I'm also stepping in as the director of development. And, uh, yes, it's complicated. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It is. Um, but I have really loved finding a way to use my boring logistical skills um, to really make an impact um, in the pro-life movement. Yeah, so that's kind of something that we really strongly believe here at Voices is that no matter what you're good at, there's a place for you in the pro-life movement. We have artists, uh, we have coders, as you've heard, we have uh, photojournalists, um, we have musicians, we have painters. So no matter what you're good at, if, if you're listening to the show, no matter what you're good at, you have a place in the pro-life movement. And at, and at Voices for the Voiceless, it's our goal to help you find your place and help you discover where you can be most effective uh, in the pro-life movement. So I have one uh, last question for all of you. Any of you guys can answer this. Um, so what would you suggest to, to listeners who might be thinking about, you know, I have a talent that I know God has given me. Um, what would you tell them if they're looking to possibly get involved in the pro-life movement? 
Well, I think I'll take that one. Um, I would tell them that a lot of it starts out with having a willing heart, um, being willing to do something really difficult for God and do whatever it takes to get there. And a lot of times God provides in some pretty exciting ways. You just have to be willing to go when he sends you. So do what God made you to do and do it to end abortion. You are listening to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Jesse Friedman filling in for Tom Brown today, and we will be back in just a few minutes.